I'm Trent Alexander-Arnold. I'm Curtis Jones. I am Cody Gagbo. Putting on the Liverpool top for the first time, it was a dream come true and I'll never forget that moment. The new LFC 24-25 season Nike home kit is out now. Buy it today along with our new goalkeeper kit and training range at your official LFC stores. Online at liverpoolfc.com forward slash store and on the official LFC store app. You will never walk alone. What's the recipe for surprising the kids, treating yourself, and ditching dish duty? Ordering your Pizza Hut faves like original pan, original stuffed crust, and more. Order now at PizzaHut.com. No one out pizzas the hut. Prices and participation vary. Time to fire up the grill. Time to go to Total Wine and find the perfect flavor to pair with those burgers. Ooh, I love their beer cooler. <laughs> you love their prices even more. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Oh, good evening. It is the forum. It is the LFC day trippers. Um, Andy and Phil trying to lighten the mood. It's the 4th of January, if you thought. It was grim today, first day going back to work for many of us. Then it just got a whole lot grimmer in the last couple of hours. Um, tonight, we're going to discuss uh, what we've just seen unfold. Um, we have got Phil Katie. How are you, Phil? I'm feeling great, Ray. Feeling great oh, despite I'm most sure of the rest of it. I am, yeah. I'm feeling refreshed. I'm in my athleisure gear, which I can only recommend. Jim Plus Coffee, if you're out there, get on that stuff. Irish athleisure gear. All the best. Very good. And uh, Andy Young, how are you doing, Andy? Not great. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you'll stay optimistic through thick and thin, but um, it is hard after all of that. Um, and Nilo, um, how are you doing, Nilo? All right, man. Yeah, sound. Having a few uh, hardware issues here, but however. That's not that's unusual for you, Nilo, but I'm sure you'll power through as usual. Um, I so, don't really give a shit, Diggle, you know? <laughs> as long as he can hear you, Nilo, that's the main thing. Out of my man, out of my Whatever, face for radio. Uh, we're going to try and look, we're going to try and raise some spirits anyway. Um, I've already seen a call by Free World to null and void it. I'd say you probably endorse that, Phil, or would you get enjoyment of, around us falling apart at the scene? No, I don't take any joy. I, I actually, honest to God, lads, I've, I've, I think over the last six weeks, I've just drifted away from football. I just, I've no interest in it, right? So tonight was interesting to go back and see. Do I enjoy watching those matches? And I don't. I think it was on. I think it was on. I can't remember. I think it was on Chris's show. And I'm like, I prefer watching those games when I know the result, so I don't get upset or annoyed. And tonight was. Was I wasn't even annoyed. I was completely apathetic to what was going on. It was just like I knew after about two minutes we weren't going to score score at all tonight, right? And it Mm. didn't look like we were going to score. Um, I think there's. I think we've had this issue going back now since t- to last March when the season resumed when was it when did the season resume was it May so when 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 the season broke in February in the, in the initial covid sort of outbreak that was there um we've never regained that electric form 
that that we've we've we we got across the line, but our waveform is absolutely poison. And I, I started to talk to Andy before this as well. Like, there's no reason for our waveform to be poison because there's no fans in the stadiums. You're turning mm-hmm. up at an empty, one empty stadium is the same as another empty stadium. Like it makes no difference whether you're home or away. But we are fucking delusional if we think we're winning any leagues with the state of the, the away form we have at the moment. Yeah, I, I mean, look, I think the comments um, comments are interesting because there's shouts from all over the place, obviously put the season on hold from John O. And some of this is probably tongue-in-cheek. I've seen um, a comment here, I want to see Origi in the team and a different change of attack. I mean, we're clutching at straws here. Um, <laughs> other people mentioning the, um, the the away form and, and, and look, I mean, look at how bad it is. Um, this isn't this isn't just a one-off kind of thing, and, and I think just what you're saying there, Phil. I think if we carried on playing till the end of this, uh, till the end of this show, we'd still go back and see that the score has got Liverpool nil next to it because it just didn't seem to be happening tonight. But look, we'll go back. We'll go. We'll start at the start. We'll go back to the team as we tend to do with these things. And Andy, I suppose we were wondering what would happen at centre back, and the, you know there was discussions last night on the fat back for there was back and forth about whether maybe Henderson or Genie should slot into centre-back. There seemed to be a lack of confidence around uh, either putting Naf Phillips in there or Reese Williams based on some recent shows. And obviously he plumps for, for Henderson. And then obviously you've got Thiago starting in the midfield. You've got Ox starting as well, which I guess was uh, was was really given him an, 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 <laughs> which was given him an opportunity to to shine, which clearly he didn't he didn't take that opportunity. But overall, in terms of the team, what was what was your assessment of I guess the the, the mm-hmm. centre back pairing, and then what what he decides to do in midfield? Yeah, I wasn't really taking in much of the talk about who play centre back. I just assumed Reese Williams was doing a decent enough job. Um, to continue on playing there. Um, worrying enough when you see Henderson. I mean, look, I, I was never a big advocate for Fuvino going to centre-back because I think you, what you lose in midfield is massive. Um, but he's he's proven his worth at centre-back. He's, he's one of the best centre-backs in the whole league uh, there. But when you take Henderson out of midfield as well, you may as well be um, missing him out of the whole team. It's a midfield that haven't played together. Um, it's... I mean, it's Fabinho coming back from injury. It's Ox coming back from injury. Only Wijnaldum had a decent game. It was it was just a shit show. Not a shit show. You can't blame these players coming back from injury. I wouldn't like to give out about um, Thiago. He was good in patches. But just as a unit, not going to happen. Uh, it, was, it was a big concern. Way, way bigger concern than the prospect of having Reese Williams continuing on a centre-back with Fabinho. Way bigger. Um, but look, we've just we've just too many players and too many important roles and areas not playing well. Yeah, yeah, and and just on Tiago, uh, Nilo, we we seen Tiago um, the last fifteen twenty minutes against Newcastle got a lot of people excited, but t- tonight got off to a, a really shaky start. He he concedes the foul. It was a bit in my mind. It was a bit. It was a bit of a cheap one um, that leads up to, to, well, it's the free kick that leads to the goal. And then just after that, he shows his frustration He and he get, picks up a yellow card straight away. He got off to a bit of a nightmare start, didn't he? And he always seemed to be a little bit on the back foot after that. 
I mean, I think he got caught up in the general malaise that was happening throughout the team, really. Like, it's very difficult to expect him just to come in and be the player that we know he can be immediately in a different country, different setup, hasn't played with the players, hasn't, virtually hasn't trained with them either, hasn't integrated into the group. So mm-hmm. to, uh, to expect just this explosion from him and to take over and to run the game himself is really, it was, oh, I mean, it's wishing, for, it's wishing upon wishes, isn't it? It was never going to happen in reality. And it's, and it's, it's, you get tend to get drawn down to the level of those around you too. It's very hard to rise above it. So I think the malaise that's around the place kind of, it's just, it's endemic, isn't it? Yeah. It's a yeah. pandemic. <laughs> it's a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so we got, we get off to the sort of worst possible start really. Um, we give Southampton uh, something to defend for the next 88 minutes. It's a cheap goal. It's a cheap free kick. It's really lax uh, defending from Trent, who wasn't switched on, didn't really be, seem to be switched on the whole game, to be honest with you. Um, and in fairness to Danny Ings, you know, he doesn't even take a look at the goal. It's an instinctive lob over Allison, and it's 1-0. Phil, um, have you got to give credit to, um, to Danny Ings in that? situation or, or have you got to call out trends for for for, for being a bit brain i honestly i thought trent was absolutely cabbage on that one like i, I he throws his head at the ball that goes out for a throw and never it doesn't happen he tries yeah. to be too too cute and take it on the chest so that he can run it and and, and retain position now that's stuff yeah. that was coming normally for him when things were going well but he yeah. has been struggling a wee bit on form over the last little few games in terms of what since, was doing since he come back from injury basically yeah, he's he's struggled to get back into. But like, uh, right, I have I have a whole thing. I just have a, a general thing, right? This season's a bit mad, but, but between muscle injuries because of the the run of games, but also players picking up coronavirus and the impact it's having on their ability, right? Because it's not just Trent. Mane's looked shockingly poor since he got coronavirus that time, and hasn't been at, at the races since then. We were talking about we we're talking about Jose; he needs to be back in and stuff. But anyone who has picked up that virus hasn't come back to and played at the same level as they had before. I think there's a, there's a definite lag in terms of their either aerobic or decision making abilities or stuff. We don't know what the real mm. impact the virus mm. has, how long it takes to get out of their system, and it could mm. easily have an impact on how to run. I, I just think very lax. I looked at Oxlade. Oxlade, Oxlade have COVID at some point as well. He was he's appalling. <laughs> but I I never wanted us to sign him in the first place, and the performances turning in are way behind what it was when we were saying to us, oh, look, he's going to turn out all right. He's definitely found something. He's found a way to play through midfield. But like, we're all giving Trent the dogs bollocks, but like, Ox was terrible, man. Ox and Trent on that side was just, it was septic. Two like, years since he played football, to be fair, isn't it? I know, but really? Andy, we spent, we spent why the loyalty? Why, why do you think Klopp stick? Why do you think Klopp gives him that opportunity in such a big, you know, it's an important context of our season. That was a massive game tonight. <laughs> Why do you think he gives him the chance, Phil? I've no idea, man. I've absolutely no idea. Like the 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 the, the real issue, the real issue is, could you have had played? Who are we going to play instead? It's going to be Curtis Jones, right? No, oh, well, yeah. probably probably fucking Minamino. I don't know what he's done wrong. He was good yeah. against Palace. The last, the la- I can't. I the Minamino thing. I don't figure. I can't figure it either. We the last time we played, we scored seven goals that day. Right? It looked like the fella had figured out how to play in England, and he hasn't been seen since. Right, I I didn't mind the security so, but that was the right one to make. But like I'm, I'm I like I. Ox, he was good. He was good. Yeah, Ox has done nothing 
in a Liverpool jersey in the times he's come back from injuries within the two years where he's been basically out injured. And he he, he, he offered nothing in our title run last year. In fact, since Oxley has been out injured, we looked a better side. Now, I think, I think it's also, there's multipliers going on here. It's not just one problem, but if you fix that problem, it gets sorted, right? Yeah. But it all comes back to the midfield. Like we're saying, well, if you don't play Oxley, do you play? Play Henderson there. I know Andy has his, his, his concerns about Phillips or Phillips playing at centre-back. Those lads are paid to be centre-backs. They're paid to be centre-backs. And if yeah. you can't play them in this match and you're happy to play them against Ajax and you're happy to play them in other games that was there, if you're not happy to play them in this match, then you should have signed a centre-back on Sunday when the transfer yeah. went open. There's no yeah. excuses for it, right? Because if that's if that's your key issue at the moment that you can't free up to play your centre midfielders in the centre-mid position and rotate when we go through this heavy run of games then it's on <coughs> management and it's on Edwards. And it's been a long time since we've had something that we need to take. Look, they, they need to do better here. We, we need something that gets in. The other side, the other thing I'll say is, like, Klopp isn't immune from criticism. And this, to me, is going to be really interesting because this is the first time in his tenure that our, uh, his slope is downwards over a number of games. It's mm. only been upwards. It's only been one way since he came in. And that's that team's been gradually getting better, getting better, getting better back to the crescendo of winning the league. This is the first time the trend can either be flat or downwards. It can't be any, or, any higher because you're not going to replicate what you did last year. And we know they're not going to replicate what you did last year. Hmm. Is the honeymoon over uh, after after four and a half <laughs> years, um, Andy? Is the honeymoon no. over for Klopp? <laughs> no, of course not. Like, it's it's a huge challenge in itself uh, going into a third season on the back of two... And uh, ninety-five point plus seasons. I mean, that's an incredible haul over two seasons. It's not sustainable. Uh, players need a, a special kind of motivation and probably a freshening up and a few change of ideas. It's not. It's it's not easy. You, you know, it's Klopp needs to resp- needs to react. But I wouldn't. What, what was that? I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't be getting too concerned at the moment. I think he's the right. He's, he's obviously the right uh, manager, the best manager around to try and turn these things, turn, turn it around. But then couple that with just the, all the injuries, the, the type of weird season it is. Everybody's pretty shy. Um, so look, it's. I wouldn't go as far as to say oh, the the honeymoon's over. It's just a bit of a broken romance at the moment because it's hard to be in love with the game uh, as a fan sitting near a sofa with empty stadiums. I can't yeah. imagine how that feels for Klopp, who's so connected with that uh, emotion that the the fans give you. Yeah, I mean, Nilo, um, master of disaster, says that Klopp he's started to make some questionable decisions recently. We've seen him sort of. Unravel a little bit in front of the cameras and and get himself drawn into you know debates with Des Kelly and whatnot around substitutions and you know all this sort of uh, malarkey, which has kind of died down the last few weeks. But do, do you think do you think that you know this all of this disruption in inside in terms of his own squad and then externally is starting to is starting to unsettle some of his some of his normal kind of rhythm as a manager. No, I really don't think so. I mean, I think if massive knee-jerk reaction to kind of question Klopp at all, if, Jesus Christ, look at what he's done in, in the very, very recent past. I mean, just because Liverpool are champions doesn't mean they're going to win the league every season for the next 25 years now. It's like, do you know what I mean? They're still there and thereabouts. They're still the same, more or less the same players. The squad might need freshening up a little bit, but there's no point in shitting the bed now just because we've lost a couple of games and our performance levels have dropped. Like, it's st- still the same squad that won the fucking league. So, uh, like, why is everybody fucking panicking? You know what I mean? And, but if you're perf- 
it's a bit silly in my opinion. And if you have to listen to the 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 narrative in the media that Liverpool are kind of moved, uh, they're how's it complacent even. I don't think it's even complacently. It's just a little bit of a malaise, and that'll go. It comes and goes. It's it's a weird, weird, weird season. But Liverpool will still win the league this year, so everybody just chill the fuck out. I threw, well, I threw that comment up from David Parkinson. No. I mean, <laughs> uh, it, it makes me laugh because, yeah, like when we started this podcast, um, <laughs> you know, that was 13 40, so it was a good season. But after that, we we had to go through an awful lot of shit. And we, we had yeah. a laugh the whole way through. And um, and we, we've seen them get better and better and better. And they peaked. And all during that time, people like David Parkinson and the rest of the Manx had to suffer it. And they've got a little glimmer of hope this year because it's a stupid season. Uh, yeah. They've had no, they've had no fucking injuries, and they've got their ex players who were like experiencing massive glory throughout the years, winning leagues, uh, competing in Europe. Even though for a, for a team that was so elite, they don't they don't fuck all in Europe. But anyway, they're up on Twitter now with smiley faces and thinking that this is the dogs bollocks being second in the league. Well. Have a look at your own club uh, um, and anyone else who's taking um, pleasure of it because it's going to be even sweeter for us if you're not to cling on towards the end of the season. Liverpool just uh, just get back to normal ways. This message is sponsored by Amazon. I want to get back to kissing the cheeks of my grandbabies, making Sunday dinner with a house full of family and lots of laughs. <laughs> COVID 19 has changed how we live and how we feel, but now there are vaccines. It's okay to have questions. Now get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision about COVID-19 vaccines. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Who is who's David Parkinson? I'm just assuming David Parkinson. <laughs> My God. I think, I think, I think. I think someone might say, you know, it's about, it's gone out of his way to go, go, go on to Liverpool. Just, yeah, come here. You I think this is, this is what, I guess this is what we, we ex- you've got to expect this sort of thing. This isn't just, this is just a, pheno- a phenomenon on podcast stuff. Other, other teams will come weighing in and we'll, we'll, we'll take a lot of pleasure in knocking the champions off the perch. I think we're actually seeing it on, on the pitch. I mean, Phil, the last three games, you know, we've we've seen to have come across three defences which have just defended for their lives. You took this as like they're in a Champions League final or something. And then, you know, I know I know the Southampton manager goes through a lot over the last week or two on a personal level, I'm sure. But like, you know, he's on his knees crying his eyes out at the end of the game. Like this is the level that teams seem to be um, raising the game to now, doesn't it? Just to just to just to keep Liverpool out. <sighs> no, Ray, 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 he's just... not a Isn't now. I had a dog called Scouser. He's a Brookside. Yeah, we'll put your comments up all night. No problem. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. You're you're on the you're on a on fucking watching a Liverpool podcast yourself. <laughs> <laughs> right. I th- like no. I, th- I was just think, and I go back to it. This isn't just a one off or a two off or just a little run of form of three games. This is a, this is a method that teams are now using successfully against us, and it was forced used by Atletico Madrid back in that Champions League game. 
And teams have been looking at the breakdown and how it stopped Liverpool from playing and how it stopped them from creating chances and how it stopped. Now, in some games, it, it clicks for us and we play really well. But the more we ta- more of our playmakers we take out from the playmaking positions, i.e. the midfield, and have to play them at centre-back or move them around the pitch, the less of the playmakers we have and the, the, the greater spread we get across the pitch itself. Um, <clears throat> that was the most spread I've seen the team across those three matches. They aren't compact anymore. So they can't do quick yeah, counterattack. Thiago was brought in though to kind of to kind of give us another option because uh, to kind when, of negate the Atletico Madrid. Yeah, when, when, if you, if when, you want for a when, yeah, when he was yeah. when he was flying in that Everton match because this is only his third game. So when he was flying in that Everton match that he came in and played for us after he signed, right? We were a very compact unit. So when we got the ball, he was always in and around where the action was going on. So be it a centre-back nicking the ball and being able to feed him where he can field somebody quickly, you know, a, a runner from midfield or one to three centre-forwards or whatever it is. But when the pitch is so spread... All he's doing is playing the ball left and playing the ball right and picking the ball up off the centre backs and playing it left and playing it right. He doesn't have the, he's not as compact, he's not as tight to the, the top three where he needs can play those true balls that freeze up to, um, a run through by Mane or freeze up a run through by Salah to get in, get in behind him. And we, I think there was one chance at all tonight, and that was when Mane got in behind him and um, hammered it. With no power at Jermaine Fraser Foster, which I think was our only shot on, on target as well for the whole game, which is pretty yeah. impressive when you think about it. Um, I know, I know, I know that there is loads and loads of other talking points, just the refereeing decisions. And I, I, I completely believe now at this point that us being part of the project big picture thing has led, they must have decided to get rid of the PGMOL or something like that, has led to an, an instance where the referees have decided not to treat us with the same. Um, levels they're, they're using against other teams, right? And I'm not saying it's even United. I'm just saying in general, like general. the handball, yeah. handball is being given in every single game. That one where yeah. the, where, the, where the defender turns and raises his hand like that, that's yeah. a handball in every single match this season. Yeah, Mane gets clipped. I'm not having that. There's no bias against Liverpool. Go away with that. No, I, Neil, no, I, 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 normally, Neil, I think it's creeping in. Yeah, I, I think it's there. Andre, I, I don't know. I mean, Andre Manning himself is a pretty. If you watch him, if you watch him across any any game, not just the Liverpool game, any game, he's he's pretty woeful. Like is is, and he's got this arrogance that you know that that is associated with the worst of the worst referees. Like he doesn't, he, you know, he just he, he thinks he's the centre of attention. So I, I don't think it's necessarily a Liverpool thing with Andre Manning. He's just he's just absolutely awful. But um, I think there is something in some of these, you know, the bar for us is much higher when it comes, you know, the threshold for getting a penalty does seem to be much higher for Liverpool. And you have absolutely no belief or confidence that when it goes to VAR, that there's going to be anything other than just sticking with the original decision. Yeah, whereas if it's against us, they like they give penalties away for lads who are standing on the edge of the box and they're just, the, the contact is slightly outside the box. I, I don't think it's, a, I think, the, there's a subconscious um, thing going yeah. on pro- yeah. in, in, in this, and now they're saying that if they start giving us penalties or something like that, they're going to be held accountable for just trying to um, balance up the equation that they haven't given us loads, and so now they're just trying to balance it up, but they have given us loads. I just think again, but the, the real the, unconscious the, bias. Yeah, the, the, like again, the, the, but you look at it. The real chances that we missed, the, like there's one where Fraser Foster gets a free out for hitting his own player and dropping the ball. Now. Mm. The, the worst part is, and, I, and I'll get onto it. Like my biggest problem with this team at the moment is Firmino, and it has been Firmino for months. He's mm. just not. He's just not good enough. Like we can, uh, you'll hear all this stuff that he's the system and he's the system. Well, the system is fucked at the moment, and if the system mm. is fucked, it's because the fella that's playing as your central forward can't score goals, doesn't look dangerous, and nobody bothers to mark him. 
It's, ter- it's, it's, it's sad, but he peaked two years ago. We need to move on from Firmino now. And there's always that concern when you have a manager and you have a team that's done so well for three or four years, when yeah. do you start to recycle out your top three? And I think Jota was that recycling. that He was the fellow that was coming in. You could see how they suddenly start to bench Firmino and Jota, yeah. Mane and Saleh, and that changed the way we were playing as a front three. Mm. Once Firmino's in there, they just, like, centre-backs don't even bother marking him, man. They don't need to go tight on him because he just offers no threat in front of goal. It's it's, it's awful. It's like he's as bad as Origi when it comes to being a threat in front of goal at this stage. Mm. Yeah, Andy, and just... letting you away with Condom Jota. Uh, Andy the front three it's almost as bad a problem if not a worse problem than the fact that we that we don't have centre-backs or we don't have faith in the centre-backs that are still available and fit you know in the squad Um, the front three now I think Phil's touched on something there Jota is is it did provide the X factor earlier in the season? It gave teams a different thing to have to work out. Um, it also did, I think, give Bobby a bit of a kick up the arse. But now that Jota's not available, it, he, he does seem to have fallen back into a bit of a, a malaise. I mean, do you think? Um, I know this is all theoretical, but if if we have Jota available over those last three games, do you see a different outcome? Yeah, absolutely. We're cr- absolutely crying out for Jota at the moment. Um, he came in and gave uh, the, the front three the kick up the arse it needed. We've seen Mane and Salah in particular dovetail so well for a cu- few seasons now where one of them always crops up with a couple of goals every game. It's just not happening now. So Jota came, on, uh, came in and he plastered over that problem. And if he was still fit now, he'd be, he'd be taking, he'd be, He'd be scoring a lot of goals, no doubt about it. Well, it gives the, the other boys a chance to get back into form. He gets injured and the front three continue on the way they've been. They just haven't been at it all season. I don't know whether it's um, a motivation thing, as we alluded to earlier, or whether it's just, um, or it's, I don't know, is it just that other teams have sussed them out a little bit? They just know how to, they're just a bit more familiar with how to play against them. But that spark seems to be missing from both of them. Um, the little bit of magic that, that puts the doubt in a defender's mind early on. They just seem to have the two boys in their pocket all game. Apart from a few glimpses from Mane tonight, the front three were horrific. Um, particularly Salah, probably Salah's worst game in a, in about a year or two. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the comments here. There seems to be a split of opinion. You know, if you if you've got you've got you've got the likes of Kev O'Sullivan saying that centre backs, um, the centre back problem is more serious than 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 the attack in front three, and then you've got other people in here saying that you know the front three is a, is the bigger issue. Um, I, I guess the both issues. So it's 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 <laughs> it's not great having issues of. of, of you know, at both ends of the scale sort of thing. Well, there's um, uh, Gavin Walsh, Ray, uh, Trent is stinking the park out of the last few games. I mean, that, la- don't forget, last year, Trent and Robinson, Robertson were our biggest creators. They haven't created yeah. all this season. No. Trent, Trent's, uh, like, you know, those deep crosses in, they're just not coming off. He's not finding Robertson in space. Robertson's not finding uh, him in space. No. It's just... It could be a tactical thing where teams are 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 it is. just yeah. Andy, it's it's the Atletico Madrid tactics. It's it's two banks of four with no space to play in between, and yeah. the fullbacks tuck in narrow, and the two wingers sit back almost as an ancillary fullback. So there's just no mm. space for the two lads to get yeah. either behind them. Yeah, but get even in. um even even Trent's delivery when when he does get that bit of space, he's 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 hitting the forest man, and a lot of times is the the balls he expect them. 
you know, that he's been producing for a couple of seasons now. So, look, there's, there's a, an awful lot going wrong in the team, apart from our injuries, apart from the front three, you know, the front three not clicking. With two of our creative players, Roberts, Robertson's been probably our best player this season, mm. but but defensively he's been good and and getting forward. But it's just that it's just that extra thing, the, the assists and the creativity that they were producing the last couple of seasons. It's just not there. There's an awful lot going on. The, the team need a freshening up. Maybe it was the season to bring in a couple of different players. And I know we brought in Thiago and, and uh, Jota, and, and we've seen how that's worked out. So Klopp identified that it, there was a freshen up required, and they fucking both got injured. Yeah, yeah. But do you not, yeah. do you not, do you not think though, right? And uh, you can give us your take. Like I think Kev is right. If if we have a centre back, if we sign one senior centre back on Sunday, right? Oh, sorry, if it, well, well, and he won't play tonight. But like if, if we sign the senior centre back this week and he's ready to play in the next league game, which is United, suddenly you free up to play either Henderson or Fabinho back in your midfield. And I, I genuinely think if you've Henderson and Fabinho there and you've got a choice then of Henderson, Fabinho, Wijnaldum and Thiago now in the centre mid, your creativity and your ability to go compact again with, with, with the team to create more space for Salah and Mane to operate in. like the major, So much of our goals is their ability to suck teams onto us, even when they're trying to play deep against us and then play quick passes around the edge of our own box to freeze up the two boys to run like hares and get in behind defences. At the moment, they're facing a bank of 10 players. Like, this is not... like uh, The last three games, it's been, you know, it's been so obvious. Every time we're coming forward, Robbo or Trent, as you're saying, um, the, 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 there's pretty much 10, man, 10 men behind the ball all the time. Um, there's so little space in there. Um, it feels like we're not getting any ricochets, but then, you know, the odds are when there's 10 red shirts or 10 you know, black and white shirts back there, that it is going to fall to one of their men rather than than one of ours. It's just the law of averages and, and, and it's been happening consistently the last the last three games. And Free Worlds, it, I suppose, is asking a valid question as to whether um, the tactics have been have been sussed out. And you've got there's, to... There's a lot... Got, Sorry, Ray. No, you've got like you sometimes you sometimes like it, it's the same in any sport, isn't it? If you if you if you have a competitive advantage, um, eventually it you, you know there's enough there's enough evidence of it and enough time for other uh, managers to, and and coaches to come up with a way of counteracting it. And it, it you, you have to say that we are, and I think this is where the Jota thing comes in. And I think going back to your question, Phil, about another centre back. I, I think another centre back's a must in this in this window because what he's done tonight really has basically um, said to both Nat Phillips and Reese Williams that you're not good enough for us against mm. a team that is a kind of sixth to tenth place team in the league. Yeah, um, you're only good enough to maybe play against the bottom six um, because we're going to be exposed maybe once or twice in a game, and we'll trust you to deal with that once or twice in a game. So I think we have to get a centre-back. I'm happy to keep Fabinho as centre-back. I think we've said it on this podcast many times. He's almost VVD levels um, at this stage um, in terms of his ability at the back. So, I, I'm, I'm starting to believe it. I, I, I'm starting to believe it. he's not. I, I don't want him there. I want him in midfield. He's wasted almost... He's just. I said it. I said at the start. Look, he's he's been brilliant. Let, but he, but it just has to be a stopgap. It just has to be while we sort our shit out back there. We can't have Fabina, who's one of the best players in his position in the world, uh, playing the midfield. 
last season, we said it over and over and over and over again that that midfield, uh, Wijnaldum, Fabinho and Henderson was by far the best three we could pick. By far, leagues ahead of any midfield we could pick, even now with, with Thiago in the, in the in the squad. It's it's been an unbelievably functioning midfield that's enabled the fullbacks to get forward. We haven't had that this season at all. At all. Like the, the team have been torn to shreds with, with Van Dijk out, with the midfield not being able to play together. The way it should have happened, the way it really should have happened this season is we played them three and then just allowed Thiago just to come back, come into it. You know, whether he started some games, came on in other games, just to mix things up and things got a bit stale. But mm. Liverpool have been ravaged, and I think people forget that, especially when they start criticising individuals and slaughtering and maybe putting the blame on Klopp. His hands are kind of tied to an extent, and with a fit team, I've absolutely no doubt we'd be, we'd be miles and miles ahead in this league. I mean, we've absolutely been ravaged in all the in all the the, the poor areas, and we just can't get the supply to the front three. Yeah, sorry, Neil. I think I as well, yeah, there was a man yeah. saying, "Have we been so still?" Was it? Yeah, yeah. yeah I think well, Jota and Thiago were the were the how should I put it? Were the new the flip? Were the new were the new additions to the squad that were going to make a difference? That were going to change how we approach games, so we wouldn't be predictable all the time. I mean, they were taken away, and to think. Van Dijk was taken away. He was literally the best defender ever, ever, just ever in yeah. all sports, ever. Yeah. And he's gone, and then you're decimated. So to expect to start criticizing Klopp and all, people are fucking dickheads. Like it's everything is going to be cool. Just relax. You know what I mean? We're good. We're doing all right. Maybe we win the FA Cup. Two days only, this Friday and Saturday. Earn a twenty-five cent Hy-Vee fuel saver discount for every fifty dollars you spend. The more you spend, the more you save. Spend $100, get 50 cents off per gallon of gas. $150, get you 75 cents off per gallon. And spend $200 and save a dollar per gallon of gas. Get a 25 cent fuel saver for every $50 you spend this Friday and Saturday. Only at High Beat. It's going to be, I think things are going to be cool, but it might take a new season for things to be cool because at this rate, we're, we're you know, we're going to start to, I think the, the, the reality is probably... People are shitting our bags because United are up our hole. That's why. Oh, I don't think, I think City sent out a message yesterday that they're, they're ready, they're ready to put a run of games together. Um, and, you know, I think because, because we didn't kick on and, and build up a gap like we did, they, they don't feel they don't feel out of it. They don't feel dispirited, even though they got off to a sluggish start, just a sluggish, really, if not worse than they they've had in recent seasons. We didn't pull enough distance away. They're now in a situation where if they win their games in hand, they actually go above us. So, I mean, what more motivation do they want over the next few weeks to? To, to keep knocking over what is a fairly easy easy set of fixtures. I mean, Phil, where do you where do you see this playing out over the next sort of six to eight games? Did you see us do you see us now being in a position where we're gonna have to try and hunt City down in the last ten games and maybe get some of these players back? Can I just I, I don't think we can. I think signing that Nike deal was the death knell of us ever winning a trophy again. Like I looked at that <laughs> Honestly, right, and I don't think enough is. Everyone's talking about the refs, the penos, the bad players, and all that. But lads, you can 
ever since we announced the Nike deal and we took the court and won it, right? Like we've been shit. New Balance was the only thing that made us good, right? Like yeah. it's, uh, New Balance gear made us great football because they make great gear, right? And we can say what we want. This Nike abortion that they were wearing today. Look, did you see what they were wearing today? Blue. Wearing blue. Oh, a Liverpool team wearing a blue kit. No, they deserve to lose, right? I never want to see that kit again. That should have been born. They should have done what United did a few years back and take the, the grey off us, take the grey jerseys off. Blue jerseys. <laughs> blue. Oh, no. Actually, blue. hold on. There's a 40 year old there's a 40 year old man commented on colours of football jerseys. You are not the target audience, Phil. Jono, 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 uh <laughs> we we aren't blaming uh, night deals. Still, still blaming night deals. All right. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm blaming. A co- I think it's a course. I think uh, Naby K did on a piss on one of the posts. <laughs> <laughs> we just need him to to piss on. Naby K didn't do a piss. I think Naby K was abducted a few weeks ago. Right? Seriously, he's going to end up in one of those podcasts. I said it before the game. He's going to be on Up and Vanished. There's a there's a there's an investigation going into the location of Naby K. He hasn't been yes, seen. There's a couple of things you need to clear up here. Naby K is shit and he always will be shit so just forget about him and then How secondly when 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 did when did teams just always start getting 95 and 100 points this only start happening like a few uh, the last couple of years that's not usually the way shit goes down is it no, no it's no. not no, no, I, I think we've been I've been banging this drum for a few weeks now I think this 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 unless you know someone you goes end up getting wells right be careful it's low eight. It's going to be low eighties. It's going to be. I think. I think anyone that gets over eighty-five points wins the league. That's where yeah. I think it's going to be. Right. I don't think it's going to be an absolute fall off a cliff under eighty points that wins the league here. I think it'll be eighty-six or eighty-seven that wins the league this year. I think the Leicester Leicester won it. They won it with eighty-two points. I still think teams will. I think this is. I think by the time by the time we get out of January, whoever. It goes on a run from which always happens. Whoever goes on a run from February right away through to the end of the season wins the league, and they win it with about eighty-seven points. But yeah, like I have to say, if that anyone gets four points in Liverpool, they win the league. We're not, we're not getting that because we're wearing blue kits and we're wearing black chessboards. Shut and then they brought. Did you see? The, did you see the Nike Air kit they're bringing out now? Wait, till you see the Nike Air kit they're bringing out. It's somebody, somebody took a Nike Air runner from nineteen ninety-four <laughs> and decided that might look great. Right I'm wearing Air Max Nikes at the minute. The worst abomination of everything is Klopp's jacket. Have you seen that uh, thing? It's like it's, a big, it's like a big duvet wrapped around them. And then the, the Liverpool badge is just like sewn into the middle, like a like just in, yeah. randomly like in a, in a pillow. It's yeah, it's bad out right now. She mentioned this shit. Maybe around the school. I'm telling you, Andy. It's like, remember when they said, remember when they said, we won't use nice. templates to make the gear for Liverpool. It's all going to be original. And then they, then they turn up with the exact same jersey that Spurs are wearing, that Barcelona's wearing. Yeah, but it's different, men because it's red. Well, there's, there's blue and red, and that's, fuck off. Then I go out and buy a goalie jersey, which turns out to be the Zenit St. Petersburg jersey. <laughs> 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 Which oh, um, fuck. Blue right, fucking interesting, jerseys. Interesting, interesting. Obviously, we've come straight on after without uh, watching any of the interviews. Razor, who made his comeback last night on the on the pod, um, is saying that Klopp made reference in his post match interview to United getting loads of penalties. Um, which isn't there, which isn't a great sign. I'm sure there'll be a lot made of that on social media over the next uh, over the next little while. What do you think of the site? Well, I'll tell you right, if you're coming here for analysis after the match, we'll feel going on about jerseys. 
<laughs> it's fucking it's it's yeah, standard I mean, though. I mean, Ferguson behaved like that in post-match interviews for years. When you're at the top, you have to use every uh, every little tactic in the book and right. putting ideas in in referees' minds that there's an, an imbalance. I mean, Liverpool should they should have had two penalties tonight. How did they just get one of them? Let's say there were even 50-50 positions. You should get yeah. you should get one. One arm is dangling. I thought we had a rule about handballs now. I, I, I mean, it's, he he's he's blocked the ball like a goalkeeper, and then there's, yeah. and then there's a clear shove on Mane. That's not a shoulder. That's arms. That's a clear yeah. shove. There's a distance between the two players, and he reaches yeah. out and pushes them over. Their penalties. One of them is a, a fucking least a penalty, and it's a, it's it's pretty it's pretty grim. Like when you see people that want to do away with VAR, when when you just when you're just giving out those absolute dickheads the license to referee games how they want it and just make decisions like that. Both of them were easy from where the ref was standing. Both of them were easy. It was so unnatural the way Mane was uh, pushed off the ball. Give a penalty, fucking ridiculous. And then and it's and I mean the the referees are just it's like they're in bed with Sky as well. Like this Sky narrative now is an incredible uh, Premier League season. In my bollocks is an incredible uh, league season. The worst of the season, absolute shite. So lacking in quality. Teams dropping points. Teams dropping points isn't isn't fun. It's no. just stupid. They're just like we a team goes out and wins seven nil. Yeah, a team that a team that got beaten earlier in, in the season seven fucking two or whatever, and then could beat someone seven in. It's ridiculous. It's not a great season. It's not enjoyable. Nobody's enjoying it. Who are they fooling to think that people are sitting down and enjoying this crap every week, like game after game after game, and you're sitting there and watching Brighton and fuck off who else? Shit, it's absolutely shit. And there's a stupid narrative from Sky and the referees all together now to make this great. If there was ever, 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 ever a reason to try and win this league now, it's to stick fucking two fingers with the Sky and the referees and everyone else. That's your fucking speech club. Fucking torn and stop the manks. Get, get, get them the fuck out of here. It's ridiculous. I'm sick of it. <laughs> well, Andy's got on one there, and I think that's uh, I think that's an absolute classic, to be honest with you. Because <laughs> let, let's let's face it. I mean, what you're saying there around the quality, like it has significantly dipped, hasn't it? Since since the it's shy. It's like the Scottish league, right? <laughs> It's likely. Andy, I couldn't agree with you more. I couldn't agree with you more. You know, I've been saying it weeks. It's absolute football at the minute is a shambles. I don't know why anyone would watch it. I'm going to come clean, lads. I'm going to come perfectly clean. I didn't watch the match tonight. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I didn't, didn't see a fucking minute of it. <laughs> I just, I, I just, I, I just WhatsApp Brenzi there, and he gave me the rundown. He said, "Say Ox was like a competition winner, and say uh, Trent was Melodian, and then just mention Malay's Nilo, and you should be all right." <laughs> oh dear! So we got a fifty percent uh, watch rate on this podcast because uh, Phil was busy. Well, I'm going to be honest with you because you know what? I'm going to let me. I'll be honest. I, I didn't watch it because there's nothing to watch. It's boring. It's shit. The spectacle is there. It's not exciting. I've, I'm not invested in it at all. And after. What we did 18 months ago, I'm, kind of, I'm happy. I'm happy now. I'm a happy little camper. And if Liverpool are within five or six points now by February, March time, they'll win the league because they're the best team, by far the better team. Mm. And everybody else is just falling away. So, but if, if without fans, I won't be watching because it's just shit. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Sky have got to build it up because at the end of the day, they're showing more games than ever. And, you know, they've got a product to sell. It's very, and it's very expensive as well. Yeah. I, really, I, I honestly hope the league gets shut down again. 
I genuinely do, right? With, with England going into super duper lockdowns, right? Like, I hope they shove sport down and just completely lock it down because it'd be hilarious. Because Sky are just going to end up having to, like, they won't know what to rerun. Like, yeah. they, they literally have no sport left. On it. It'd be just like, and here's frog jumping from a pond in Cheshire. And it'd be just like, <laughs> what, what, what are they going to do? Like, you know great. what? Like, I mean, if there was anything that the, that a pandemic could produce that's good, it could be the end of Sky Sports. Wouldn't that be great? Like, yeah, brilliant. Fantastic. You know, something something good to come of it. Yeah. I mean, they took great pleasure tonight. Um, it was the usual shite served up by Martin Tyler and, and Alan Smith. But, you know, Tyler took uh, real pleasure in describing Southampton as being another team that's in the mix. I mean, that, that just says it all, doesn't it? You know, uh, the, 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 the league table is just a bit of a joke right now, isn't it? I mean, we're coming up halfway point. Um, could you imagine the outrage if United go top and the league get cancelled? Are, are we not even halfway through yet? No, we're not even halfway through yet, Neil. So, there will be no winner, Neil. There will be no winner. They just decided the top four based on last season's top four because they set out. With, they set out with conditions where I, I'm saying scrap the league for, a, for an absolute piss take. No football. Scrap the Euros. Scrap everything. Right? It just comes back in September scrap and we start, we, we start again. We call it. We just pretend it happened last year. And just rock on. We'll have it in September. Yeah. And the Euros happening here in the summer even. Who knows? Who cares? International football is irrelevant. It should be born to the stake. They need to bring the Spanish Inquisition back for international football and born a lot of it. If you turn no, up for international, international football, football, is irrelevant. Club football is irrelevant. The FA Cup is irrelevant. There's no point in any of this. So we're not wasting our fucking breath. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so look, I, I tell you what, right? And I mean, then this was supposed to be a review of the match, but we, the reality is it was a shit show of a match. And it's that, you know, we'd normally take this through bit by bit you know, portion by portion. But the reality is we never really looked like threatening. We got the first shot on goal is after 70 minutes. It was never going to happen. That's what We've I did instead of watching the match. <laughs> <laughs> I feel the, the hole in the wall where I put the handle of the door through. That's what I did instead of watching it. <laughs> I think a few people need some polyfiller tonight um, after those 90 minutes. But the thing is, right? We're gonna. I'm. I'm gonna completely ignore and skip past the FA Cup because I think at this point we need to. Um, I, next- I'll, I'll just leave. You start yeah, talking yeah. about the FA Cup. Honestly, yeah, yeah. I, 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 that should be burnt, burnt, <laughs> born out international football, born out fire. Right? I was watching a documentary on the planet of <laughs> Venus, right? And on Venus, the temperature is so hot that metal, metal, becomes gas, travels up into the atmosphere, cools down, and falls as melting snow. That's what they Where? need to do with the FA Where? Cup. Send it to Venus and let it just tor- become melt of snow. Absolute scum book of a competition. Never want. I don't even want to see it on the television. Get rid of it. Well, let's give the opportunity now. Phil, for- Phil, what about the fourth round proper? The fourth round proper on BBC just be great. Yeah, the, the, it's just, given just the opportunity for reruns of the seven, the seven two debacle <laughs> against Aston Villa, um, and the rematch that they'll build up to something that it's never going to be because it's going to be full of you know. Uh, second second team players and whatnot, but we got the the reality is the next league game is Man United. Yeah, obviously Sky will you know back onto Sky, and I'm assuming it's on it's on Sky because it always is. Um, we will build, we will see, <laughs> we will see a build up like no other. I I suspect um, to this one, um, and it's what are we talking just under two weeks away? Because we do we actually get a bit of a break or something? But anyway, um, 
what's your initial, you know, I know we're still a bit, a bit far out from it. We might have Jota back at that point. Who knows? We might even have a new sign and at centre back uh, making the debut. Who knows? Um, Andy, what's your, what's your kind of early take on, on that game? Do you think, I mean, in some ways I, it's the perfect game because I think United will come there brimming with confidence. And I think we could potentially use this as a catalyst to, 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 to just, you know, sort of turn back the clock and get back to the way we we've played um, in 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 the past couple of seasons. What you what your thoughts? Yeah, it's it's um it's a perfect opportunity to show response. Um, <laughs> <laughs> He's only saying that because he was begging Nilo to do another guitar um, session for us. <laughs> Time to fire up the grill. Time to go to Total Wine and find the perfect flavor to pair with those burgers. Ooh, I love their beer cooler. <laughs> you love their prices even more. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. You know, uh, he in a world of his own. Oh, um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> go on, Andy. Look, it's a game of football. Any, anyone, could, anyone could win, but I mean, any time I've watched United, they get a spawny goal. The other night against Wolves, they never deserve to win that game. Absolutely ridiculous. They, they're whatever joint top if they want to call it in the in the league. Now they beat us. They go top. They'd have to be the one of the worst teams to be top of the league since, I suppose, since Leicester. <laughs> probably, probably be before that. Horrific. Like they're, I don't know what's happening, but they've they've managed to creep up, but. Other teams like Spurs, us, City, should be miles ahead, and they should be battling out for look. Look at the points uh, accumulated to be top of the league at this stage. It hasn't been seen in such a long time. They're not. They're being. It's. It's. They're being seen as as a fake. You know, fake title challengers. They shouldn't be top of the league with their form this season, but they are. Oh, lucky. I'm going to be absolutely sick, sick to death. We need some time. <laughs> um, I'll be sick. I'll be sick. I'll be sick if they beat us. I think I'll give up. I think I'll give football for the rest of the season. But uh, now it's it's a perfect opportunity to show a response. Um, as you say, Ray, it's a couple of weeks now. Get the players uh, tuned in on on what it's what we need to do to beat them and and look. We won't look back on the result tonight then. Yeah. I mean, United, someone made a comment there. John, I was saying that um, uh, United played Burnley before us, so they could already be top of the league, even without having to mm. beat up sort of things. So they could come to Anfield, top of the league. They've also obviously got to play their FA Cup game and they've got a uh, they've got a League Cup semi-final against Man City as well. So they've actually got a couple of extra games before they even before they even play us. Uh, what I'd say in response to that is they see, they don't seem to be picking up many injuries. They seem to be able to do, I think one of the reasons why they are where they are and they have bridged the gap is whilst we're, we've got an absolute horror list of injuries, they just still seem to have a fairly decent squad where they can rotate both in-game and, and between games in terms of keeping that, that squad relatively fresh. So, I don't think it's necessarily a disadvantage for United to have a, any any extra games in between, and we're actually generally quite bad off off the back of longer breaks. So, Phil, um, 
well, for starters, I take it you will be watching that game. You will at least it will at least pique your interest, assuming it doesn't coincide with a Chicago Bears playoff game. You will be watching it, yeah. I don't know, Ray. Honest to God, I don't know, right? Like they could be six clear of us by the time we got to play them. Well, three. I don't think whatever. And feel like imagine imagine losing your our unbeaten home record to United and going six points behind. Yes, that 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 really is kind of doomsday scenario. It would be terrible. It'd be yeah. I think we can pack in then. What's what's annoying me about Christmas is we had the longest gap between matches. We had on average four and a half days between each yeah. match, and yeah. we've had we've had a horrific run. And it's the worst run I can remember since Klopp has come in. Normally, we do really well over the Christmas period, right? Even when we, we have, even years, years we've been shite, we usually have a decent Christmas. Yeah, and we didn't. Um, and you're coming out of this, and like. You've got this poxy FA Cup match. I know what Klopp is like. He'll end up playing Salah, Mane and Firmino and hope that they score goals and that, right? Um, he'll play Fabinho and Henderson. Both of them will have end up with, with legs around their heads or something like that. And you, All you do is, like, honest to God, I'd put them away. I'd just say, lads, you've been shit. Take a week off. Go to Dubai. Do something. Because that's where all the Instagrammers are going these days. Dubai, there seems to be, you can just go there if you want. Yeah. Um, Catch up with, with VVD. He seems to be out there doing his uh, his rehab. Um, well, we're going to burn all these blue this blue gear. Ignore the FA Cup. We'll send out the under twenty trees. It's mentioned VVD there, right? Do you know the way there's loads of footage of him like just doing his rehab, and people are saying he's like Superman. What the fuck is all that about? Like, look at him. He's amazing. What a man! I go. All I want to do is lick the seat after he gets off it. He's just going through his rehab with the normal process that anybody else would. He's cycling a bike. Like the only thing is we're broadcasting. You know what I mean? Like they could have, we could have done this from a man who came back from a cruciate ligament injury. I, I, I honestly, I hope. I probably, I don't know, I don't know. Right, I have to see how I feel before the game. Like I have this. This was the first time I watched the game live in ages. Right, normally I've been, I'd have the result and go and watch it back to see what type of trends are coming out. And the last few weeks, it's the same trend over and over again. I would be stunned, stunned, if that, if if um, Gollum doesn't come to Anfield, right, and. Play, tried to play tight with two banks forward at the back and looked to play the ball over the top and use the pace of Martial or Rashford to try to get in behind us. Honestly, that, that's that's what he's, he's he's going to look at. Well, that's how you beat them, and that's what it is. The thing is, can we play contact enough, compact enough to utilize that as best as possible? Because the United teams tend to want to come, no matter how deeply we want to play, they tend to get carried away by the occasion and do come at us at certain parts of the game. And that's yeah. when we can pick them off. And that's yeah. where we have picked them off in the past. Um, and that's what I'd be looking at. But nah, man, like I wouldn't even put, I honestly, I wouldn't even put it, I'd just say, I'm not torn now for the FA Cup. Like Honestly, I just, I, I wouldn't even put a team out. I'd just say, no, we're not, we're not, not doing it this year. But the last time we were saying this was against Michelin, and that's the game that Jota goes out and gets injured in, isn't it? You know what I mean? This is this is the fear that we will play, obviously, a certain number of first-teamers. And if we picked up an injury to, say, a Henderson, or, you know, he decides to play Fabinho in centre-mid just to give him a run out there for a bit of a bit of a change, and he picks up a an injury or red card or whatever it is like these are the things that you desperately need to avoid going into the United match isn't it yeah play Skirtland play Clavin at the the weekend (laughs) and then hopefully where's Matip what's wrong with him well yeah that's another three or four weeks I would say um, by the looks of things 
just still managing FC Malda and <laughs> because that's the sort of level, you know, no one at the match, blah, blah, blah. Like he's, 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 um, I don't know. I mean, Antoinette saying that if they beat us, um, she won't be seen for a while. So, uh, I think, I think a lot of us will be going to ground because I think, uh, plenty of us are in WhatsApp groups with, which, which involve, uh, United fans and they're getting, they're getting a little bit vocal again after being completely anonymous for, a, for, a, for a few years. It's the first time I've seen them on this podcast. It is, isn't it? Yeah. You know, just yeah. whatever, three or four of them, like they've obviously really wet their pants tonight and said, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go on the internet to some Liverpool content and, and say shit. Oh, look, it's... it's you know fucking analysing a football match. Mental. I can, I can relate to that so much. I know, I know what it's like to be them. We all know what it's like to be them. All through the late 90s and uh, early 2000s, it killed the hope, absolutely destroyed you. And if I could offer you any advice, just give it up now. Just wait. <laughs> just be patient. Your time will come again. But don't get these ideas into your head that you're going to start winning leagues or that... um that your time's come around, that our Ollie has a clicked now, or that these players are, are finally going to turn around. It's an absolutely deplorable bunch of shitheads that you have playing for them, and nothing's going to change. Your club is rotten to the core, and anyone from the outside can see it. You could see it with Liverpool back in the day. Come in here, and all you want, watch our podcast. We'll educate you. We've been there. You should know what it's like for us to be here right now. Yeah, I mean, Mad Jappel makes a really good. I'm point. not. I'm not, here, I'm not here to educate fucking anyone. To be honest with you, Ole Ole would have been turfed out. You know. <laughs> okay, Nilo, you didn't even watch the game tonight. Who are you going to educate? You? Yeah. Come here, listen. Let me tell you. If you're switching on here to listen to me analysing a match with professional footballers playing, no. there's lads on BT and Sky. You want to start your beef? No, no, no. I'm not talking about There's no one here looking for professional analysis. I'm, uh, there's just some friendly advice here. So from experience, you know what it's like with all that. Yeah, let me give you some friendly advice. I zoned out for the late 90s, early 2000s. The best thing you can do. <laughs> You're still zoned out <laughs> in when we're winning trophies. <laughs> Generally. So. I told you, anyway, we won all them trophies. Yeah. That's it, me doing happy. Football yeah. is shit. Yeah, <laughs> top class. I, I mean, we've got we got Phil. Phil's, you know, he's Nilo's joined the dark side. Clearly, at, at this point, with Phil, Phil, Phil looks is like just he's got there, just like a shasha cat. <laughs> <laughs> Three years been waiting for tonight. <laughs> um, no, but to be fair, it's like all know. times, Phil. Oh, yeah, Andy, I love yeah. it. I love it. Just, I just keep thinking of Skerton and Johnson. It's great. Uh, sitting around a table in a uh, bunker with, uh, you know, Aspas doing, the, doing what he did. And That's right. Every, everyone asking, everyone asking, but like Andy, everyone asking why I'm wearing the hat. I was, I was just out of invoking the spirit of Trev. Because yeah. he used to sit around in the bunker with the hat on all the time, um, being all Trev-like. And, and it's, it's, I, 
<laughs> the stick on pony at the back. So it's like, um, and, and I also like the fact that Ray turned up with a goatee beard as well because Trevor used to always have a goatee beard when, when he do the podcast as well. So <laughs> it's definitely got an old school vibe to it. It's great, isn't it? And Neilo has his baldy head. Neilo has his baldy head. Oh, Next yeah, week, you'll have long hair because Neilo has some yeah, strength. Like, if you joined up you, <laughs> Ray, and uh, Neilo, you'd have Trev. Hold <laughs> 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 uh, on, I get a hold on. We need a bit of Ulysses now. I'm blowing my mind. Yeah, I wish I had his words to make up the, the uh, I can't even think of the word, the quartet. <laughs> we've even got Matt Hayes in from the Tottenham blog uh, saying to smash that like button he's a friend of the show he's not in here to cause any trouble um, I'm sure Tottenham um, uh, would take a bit of pleasure out of that result tonight um, as well as um, as well as United and City um, look it, it, it is making up all joking aside, it, it is making up to something that's going to go all the way down to the wire. And I, I can only, to be honest, I think I've reached the, 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 the sort of point now where I can't, Liverpool aren't going to go streaking away with this league. If there's going to be one team that streaks away with this league and gets the shit together, it's going to be City. And they're the only ones who are really going to be able to put any distance uh, between themselves and the rest can, of the pack. Can City go above us now? Yeah, they can with two, two games in hand. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, only four points behind yeah. or something. Like that. So you know, you know, City could be above us. Um, when yeah, by, by rights with I know we're still sitting top, but by you know, all things equal, we're kind of technically third now. That's what that's what those um, <clears throat> that's what those three results have meant. Ultimately, two draws and a defeat um, over Christmas has uh, put us in that. And off the back of a seven nil, this is what I can't get my head around. Off the back of a a seven nil thumping of. Crystal Palace, um, you you throw in three kind of shit shows like that, really. Um, <clears throat> Nilo, um, you you left us there. Yes. You left us there briefly. Um, will you be watching the Manchester United match? Well, was sorry. What was that? Was I watching the Manchester United match? Will you be, will you be watching the Manchester United match? Yeah, I probably will. Yeah, yeah. Probably. Then again, I might. I might. Do you know what I mean? I can kind of take or leave it at the minute. It's kind of boring, man. You know, I'm not. I'm not can't lie. Can't come around and say I watch it. Or I will. I will definitely watch Manchester. I may watch it. and I may not watch it. I really don't know. Like, why United are shit? That Oli is a fucking charlatan. Liverpool, even Liverpool, I'd really into this season. So why the fuck should I be? <laughs> um, I don't know. Andy, um. Beyond the United game, obviously we need to start getting some players back. Yeah, um, do you, I mean? Just I I threw a, a comment into the WhatsApp group tonight just to stir the pot a little bit. I mean, do we need to be worrying about top four? <laughs> I hope not, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly hope not. Look, um, this is this our worst stretch of form um, since Klopp was building this. Uh, it, I, don't I don't second. see what still forced a second anyway. I mean, like two well, two point two points in, in from an available nine three games we should have won. Yeah, um, it's 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 just it is a rut. It was mentioned earlier on in the the WhatsApp group. It do, it does feel like a rut. It feels like those those points being dropped have been coming for a while, with the exception of the um the Palace performance, um. It's just, it just, it is a rule. 
And it's up to Klopp to find the answers. I think he will find the answers. But yet, but dead right, we need players back. We need Jota back. There was a spark there when he came in that was turning things around for us. That was a big making. It was we are less reliant on the front three. Let's say. So we do. I think we need Jota back. We need him back soon. We just need players available. We need to be able to um, for Klopp to have to make less forced changes. I mean, I just don't want to see Henderson playing centre back again. I don't want to be missing two of our best mid uh, best midfielders out with that midfield. And and I I mean I think that's key. Once we can get players back, we'll be on our way. Hey, don't forget the Johnsons are coming over. I want to find a rosé Jill hasn't tried yet. Let's go exploring at Total Wine. Their prices are ridiculously low. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more. I think, I, I mean, you know, Jono has said, you know, top four, are you joking me, Ray? But all I'm saying here is, is it, it could this be a season where all of these injuries ultimately mean that you know, Manchester City, Manchester United, Tottenham and Leicester finish above us. And, you know, unless we see a change in in, in the way things are going at the moment, we're going to get sucked into a, a, a into a scenario that we would never have dreamed of at the start of the season. We had Man City and Man United in the bottom half of the league not so long ago. Yeah, I mean that's that's how easy it is to climb back up. Just put a stretch of four wins together makes all the difference. Yeah. We, you know, yeah. But the the reality is that the table doesn't lie, and it's taking shape now. Um, we're nearly halfway. Wow. We say we say about you know teams being lower down the table. That was after eight or mm. eight or nine games. We're nearly we're nearly at the halfway. Um, we're nearly at the halfway point now. Um, I don't know. It's, it, it does seem a little bit like this could be the lowest point in the season, and and you have to hope that from from you know again, let's take the FA Cup to one side. I mean, if we do go out to the FA Cup on Friday, do you think it makes any impact on the team's mentality at all, Phil? What's on Friday? <laughs> <laughs> no, but just for the I'll be watching the late late themselves out of this kind of malaise, yeah. Uh, just back to Nilo's very valid point that he brought up there earlier on. Just to get us out of this malaise, do you think just for the sake of getting uh, you know a positive result, we you know we could do uh <laughs> Steve Ovax saying a need intervention? Um, I'm trying to bring us back in the opposite direction, Steve. On um. Do you think it is for a bit for a bit for a bit of feel good just to fucking beat Aston Villa on Friday night? Couldn't care less, me. Couldn't care less. I swear to God, I'm not, I'm not going to watch it. I'm not going to look at the results. Means fucking nothing. Fire into the fire into the into the sun. Fire the FA Cup into the sun. I never, I never ever want to see an FA Cup match again. I'm never going to watch an FA Cup match again. And if anybody thinks the FA Cup's important, they 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 should just go back to playing tiddlywinks or FIFA. It makes no difference. It makes no difference. You don't, you don't win. You you win nothing for the FA Cup. You get to go into Europa. Wow, what does Europa get you? Get you into the Champions League. The only thing that matters is Champions League and winning the Champions League and winning the league titles. Every other cup is just for loser teams. I didn't want to win it when we. I didn't want to win. I feel south. I feel south. That was that was mate. That was that was demolished. 
at the end of the eighties, 90s, whenever it was, they don't have there is there's nothing there now. They have they have um they have a toilet now instead with a big arch over the top of it. Because <laughs> the, the, the arch the arch closes and opens up like a joint toilet. It doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. Only like you won't even be able to get in, get down there because they'll um they'll have to they'll close the borders. The north of England people won't be allowed down the south of England people because they've got control of their borders now. So they're all happy. Uh, Tommy C's making the point there. How do some of these boys not watch games? <laughs> watch games i mean to be fair other 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 podcasts do something similar so we thought you know we may as well just join, <laughs> just join them and uh, make it up as we go along um isn't that right nilo for fucking years mate for years i'm still here <laughs> I mean, do you know what i gotta say right all joking aside and all messing aside like what it, it's I'm so disinterested and so detached from football at the minute. It's 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 weird. I have no tangible attachment to it. I, when I look at it, I don't feel attached. I don't feel engrossed. I don't feel part of it. It's just something that's on in the background. It's like it's like having like you know like when you're doing something like that, if you just stick Spotify on and some other geezer's playlist comes on, you just go yeah, just leave it. I couldn't even bother changing it. Is that because I just can't feel involved? It's weird. It's weird times for everyone. What what are yeah. what are you attached to these days? What is anyone attached to these days? I, I mean, I get a thousand cases yeah. today. Yeah, you know, is that? Is that, is that <laughs> a buzz now? Like football is the escape. Oh, you know what? Not, you know what I'm, I'm not trying to escape from anything. It's not my escape. Yeah, if you're trying to if you're trying to escape from your life, you need to have a sit down and have a look. I'm not trying to escape from anything. I'm very comfortable where I am at the moment. Honestly, I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I, don't really. find, I don't find. I don't find this football an escape. I find it just lethargic and and boring to watch. There's just it, it isn't the same. It's it's just a pointless exercise in generating revenue for football clubs. It's become that way, isn't it? The problem is, it's it's it. There's too much football. It's been, it's been, yeah. Football has been exposed for what it is, in fact, for me. It's oversaturated because of the way that they're obviously spacing out all the games so that fans can watch their team and in fact effectively just watch game after game after game after game. If you if you if you just if you just give people a constant stream of football and saturation is that um Look, this is a day trippers um, podcast, and it's 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 about people who don't live in Liverpool. Although I am a scouser, just to clarify that point. But the the reality is, we get to Liverpool maybe once, twice, you know, a season. For for for, for others of us, it's it's a little bit more, and you get that connection with the players and with the club by going over and watching a game, and all that goes with it. And I can see why. Nilo for yourself and for plenty of other people you would get you would you would start to lose that connection because you've got no when's the next time you're going to get over there that's the question do you know what I mean it's a social thing right Liverpool yeah. support Liverpool it's a social thing yeah. even the, yeah. doing the podcast with the lads it was a social thing and it kept you interested in Liverpool. we can't even do this I mean like I'm sitting in my kitchen here looking at the thing and I have to wash the dishes over there <laughs> well, you're being I was wondering why oh. Phil has a lot of bananas in the background there it's because yeah. it's almost special. Um, uh, it's a vegetable thing, so it keeps the bananas away from other fruit. Are they plantains? Are they like no? Other because if you put if you put bananas in with other fruit, it ripens the other fruit quicker than it ripens the bananas, and it ruins all your fruit. So that's a, a lesson. That's for you. no, you're getting confused there. That's girls in an office; they all have their no. thing at the same time. So, that's a different thing. It's not bananas at all. <laughs> anyway, the um, 
But honestly, I, 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 I'm sorry, Neil does touch on something. The reason why I enjoy football is not so much about just watching the games and stuff. It's having the chats and having the crack with the lads after the game, before the matches and stuff like that. And it's, yeah. we can't do it in person anymore. So much yeah. of the stuff that, that's enjoyable and the whole lot, it's gone. And that's why I, that's where I'm, I'm really struggling with enjoying this season because I'm not having the same crack. I'm not having the same the stuff that we've done last year when we were still able to get into the studio up to the point that the lockdown happens, right? Being yeah. able to really enjoy the, the Champions League final, being able to really enjoy the build-up to what happened through the start of that season and the run that we had up until February last year. I'm just like It, it just isn't the same for me, right? Yeah. And that's that's where I'm really struggling with, like to even care about this season. Like the, my feelings about the FA Cup are, are not just new. That's the way I've always felt about it for like ever since we've done this podcast of being on, on, on air to say been it all off. But I just, just and in reality, I just for me, it's just about it's really just about the, the enjoyment factor. And when that enjoyment factor isn't there because you can't do all the things that it is, it really is. It's a sad indictment. You, like I'm, I, you say what I'm doing for enjoyment, uh, looking at endurance races, adventure racing, getting out running, doing all these mad things that you can, that just isn't to do with sitting down and watching the television because we're trapped in houses, we're trapped in apartments, we're trapped inside all the time. I want to be outside. I don't want to be trapped here watching the television when I have an opportunity to get outside and do something. Yeah. But that's just the reality of it for me. You raise an excellent point, Phil. When you think about it, um, under normal circumstances where we might be in the pub meeting up, watching games, having the chats before the match, you can't hear the commentary while you're watching the game. You can't hear the bullshit talk afterwards. When you go to the game, it's a full day out for us day trippers anyway. It starts early in the morning and it ends late that night or the next day. Uh, you don't get to to have to listen to all the shit on Sky and the build-up. Now we're just absolutely, as Ray says, it's just saturation of their bullshit, trying to make a big product out of it and trying to lie to us, saying that it's a big, uh, incredible league. It's absolute horseshit. Uh, Harry uh, Gilliam, thanks for the super chat. Liverpool have allowed United into the title race. Yeah, they have. United aren't anything. We have allowed them, but it's not our fault. Shit's happened. We'll get there. Yeah, I mean, it, like United, it's not like United are projected to get like ninety points or ninety-five points. I mean, I mm. think if they if they replicated the second half of the season that they've done in the first half of the season, they're gonna they're gonna hit the magic eighty-five or whatever it's gonna take to win the league this season. They're winning that ball back at eighty-five, not a fucking helper. No, they 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 they're in a they're in a bit of a purple patch right now, and and if you actually have watched a lot of United's recent games, they've had the bounce of the ball, they've had decisions go the way at certain moments in time. You know, they've had you know the opposition who've played probably outplayed them at certain stages in games, just not converting chances. The guy has actually been pulling off some saves. But look, there's there's plenty of things that that have been going in their favour that will unravel. I think. <laughs> you know, the United thing. Every time I, anyone talks about United, I just think the game at 85 million for Harry Maguire. It's the funniest thing that ever happened in the world ever. <laughs> it's like the best thing ever, isn't it? Like, no matter what Salzgar ever says, he gave 85 million for that big fucking malahet. It's yeah. mental. mental. He, he's, he's still got he's still got that one or two mistake in, in him in every game, but he's getting away with it. The last few games he's been getting away with it, but there'll come a point where he'll get horribly exposed again. And um and, like he didn't grease that time. Do you know who I am? Drop him. Um, 
The, the one thing I would one one thing I did want to say in in terms of Southampton tonight, I think we did some. We spoke we spoke about uh, Firmino and his form or his lack of form. Phil, I think we seen tonight fair play to Danny Ings. Aside from the goal, I thought he was excellent as pressing, you know, pressing Thiago, pressing our our, our uh, centre backs. He was all you know. He 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 put in the type of shift that I would imagine if Klopp would have hung on to him. Uh, and he and he might be looking at him tonight, thinking, "God, if only we would have hung on to um, onto Danny Ings a bit longer." It's the type. It's the, the type. The, the thing is, right now, Ings is the number one man there at Southampton, and they build their game around Ings. They were never going to build a game around Ings at Liverpool, right? So, and he was never going to be the number one man because when he left, that's when Firmino was in his peak form for Liverpool. He was scoring. 18, 19, 20 goals for us in terms of what was there. That's not happening anymore. The guy has scored about two goals or something like that in 400 league matches. So it's like, it's it's just, for me, like, yeah, I, I'm delighted for Higgs. I'm delighted he's managed to get his career back on track and he's, and he's done well. Um, he seems a really nice bloke. He seems well loved by Klopp as well. You could see with the hug at the end of it, even though he, he's just done it to beat him. But I just, I'd, 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 I'd take Joseph. I'd, I'd rather have a fit Joseph back. I'd like to see Minamino get more game time at this point because it can't be any worse than what we have there. Um, and I'd like to start at the midfield. And I'd like this podcast to end because I'm really tired and want to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I, want to, I want to take this hat off as well because my head's sweating at this stage. So. <laughs> You're not going out for a jog straight after this? No, no. no see, and, and they're even saying, am I wearing gloves? But if anyone is a long-time listener of the pod, they realise that we used to take the absolute hit and miss out of Trev for his um, finger sleeves. Do you remember, Andy? The yeah. first time we saw it was the finger That's sleeves. Bad. Yeah, there you go. So um, it, was a, it was a proper piss take. There's a bold prediction from... Look the, out, Ray, do you know, how excited we're going to be when football does come back properly. What's that, yeah. sorry? I just how excited we will be when it does come back properly. It'll be absolutely yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what as well? Football has been exposed and you see that pay-per-view matches and all, it's just really just, it made me feel sick, left a terrible bad taste in my mouth, so... Mm. Fuck them, like... Fuck them. Yeah. And come here, have I mentioned before that we won the Champions League, the, the league and everything else in the world and everything a couple of 18 months ago? So, fuck it. Yeah, I mean, this season will go down in, in, in history as a just a, a major shit show anomaly that really, I, you know, it, it pe- pe- you know, people kind of criticised or had poke fun at us for winning that league um, in the circumstances that we did. But the reality was... The league was won and done and dusted when it was being run as a proper league. This this season is just a, a complete one off and, and yeah. a, you can't they don't even know they don't even know what they're doing from a week to week. They don't know where their games are going to be postponed. They don't know where the football's gonna end. It's oh. just it's it's just going through the motions at this stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? That's exactly what we've done for the last hour and fifteen yeah. minutes, just to bring all those loyal uh <laughs> a product tonight um off the back of what's been a pretty a pretty low point <clears throat> in the season so far so um look hopefully this time next week we'll be into the fourth round of the FA Cup Phil um <laughs> the magic of the cup goes, uh, ET falling uh, home <laughs> <laughs> uh, you never know. You never know. It might be the last trophy that we're left um, to to chase. Come, uh, come, Fire March. That fucking Venus. <laughs> but um, we'll be uh, next week. We'll get back to the normal format. We'll be discussing four topics. Thank fucking Jesus, right? Yeah, I know. We won't be discussing the matches anymore. 
Uh, we'll t- hopefully we won't, we won't have to discuss any more matches on this show at any time soon. Um, particularly not losses anyway. So thanks, Phil. Thanks, Andy. Great, <laughs> great ramp, by the way. Um, no, Dan, just just quick one, right, Dan J. I would not celebrate if we won the FA Cup. I didn't celebrate it the last time we won it. I, I, I will never celebrate an FA Cup one. I can't be arsed with it. I will. So I'll celebrate. I'll celebrate. You are actually that much of a prick not to celebrate we won the Cup. Yeah, I know you will. I'll celebrate it. And Nilo, thanks again. ET, phone home. I was trying to think of a positive, actually, before we go about the lockdown. I've st- I've discovered George Harrison's back catalogue. Oh, very there good. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Happen that's been fucking shit. Yeah. What a note. <laughs> what a note to All right, know. sound. Yeah, well, we may as well walk. We may as well end on the notes. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package, but that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated, and right now Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup: CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport—you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. If you're snacking on anything but tasty cake, you're making a huge miss cake. A fistful of chocolate-covered raisins, miss cake. A spoonful of peanut butter, bigger miss cake. Or the worst miss cake of all, your kid's Halloween candy. And it's May. If it's not tasty cake, it's a miss cake. Because nothing satisfies like a perfectly sweet butterscotch crimpet. Or rich and creamy chocolate peanut butter candy cake. Tasty cake. Accept no substitutes. Sports Social Podcast Network.